everyone, and welcome to another episode of In Our Reels. My name is Eric Hotop, and with me, Cam Tichinski. We're going to be going over The Binge. Yes, indeed. The, we are. It's a Hulu movie. Yeah, it's yes. a Hulu original. It's a Hulu exclusive for those of you who are keeping up. Yeah, who are with the... I mean, I only really saw it because it's like... streaming. I mean, I watch stuff on Hulu, so they were obviously yeah. advertising it. And it's honestly kind of right up my alley for movies I like. Just like comedies? There's like, the like, go like the, I don't know, did you ever see 21 and Over? It's like 21 and Over, Project X, Booksmart, um, Superbad. It's like it's not, I mean, kind of. like I mean. It's, it's like, it's like the high school party movie. Sure, the party movie. I'll give you that. It's the party style movie. Probably. I love movies like that. So, and then for th- I have the official letterbox description of this movie is that in the not so distant future, all drinking and drugs have been made completely illegal by the government, except for one night a year. High school seniors Griffin, Hags, and Andrew make a pilgrimage to get to the best party in town where all their dreams will come true. They will have to avoid their crazed principal, violent siblings, and the wild animals roaming the streets. And that's what they give you. And honestly, I read that as I was like typing this out maybe 30 minutes ago. And I was like, wow, that's actually that description alone would want me to watch this movie because it sounds really funny to me. But yeah, this movie was released a few weeks ago. It's not old at all. No, it's not old. It, it came out, I don't know, probably 2020. It's like uh, August came out. August. August what? The 28th. So yeah, it's. A month old. Yeah, like a month. Yeah. Um, it's starlet. It's starring Skylar Gisando, who has notable appearances in Booksmart and that Vacation reboot in 2015. You remember that? Mm-hmm. I actually saw that movie. I thought that was hilarious. That was a funny movie. It was funny. I saw that movie with Evan uh, at NCG. I think it was before I was working. Ah, you know what? It might have been like the first couple weeks I was there. It was so funny. You know what? It was before because I was I worked that summer, so that was. Like, the first summer I worked there. Yeah. That movie was funny, though. It was just him and I in that theater, and we were, like, dying laughing. Yeah. So, uh, Skyler plays Griffin. Eduardo Franco as Andrew, who was really only made notable appearances in Booksmart. Um, Dexter Darden, who's Hags. He's got some appearances in the Maze Runner series. Uh, Grace Van Dien, or Dine. In the Maze Oh, yeah, got you. Uh, this is really the only thing I could find her that she's worth mentioning in is the binge. The girl who played Lena. I didn't. I can't answer. Exactly. And then we obviously have Vince Vaughn, who's in The Wedding Crashers, Dodgeball, Jurassic Park, Delivery Man, Hacksaw Ridge, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Pretty much the only person in this movie who's got a resume worth mentioning. Did you say Jurassic Park? I don't know. I looked him up, and it said The Lost World Jurassic Park. Oh, so he's in the new... 1997 is when that came out. You know what? He is in that. I forgot. Wow. He's in like a psycho remake. Vince Vince Vaughn's the only person in this movie that's got like a resume, pretty much. So I, my description of this movie is it's a really like middle budget B film. That's a comedy. I was going to say, I have. Hold on. Let me like, this is, it's a B film that's middle budget. The only person they could get to get in there is Vince Vaughn, but it's like a really overall, it's a low budget, low acting comedy. That's like 
just it it's one of those Hulu isn't going to do as amazing exclusives as Amazon or Netflix. Netflix. So I Netflix understand. cranks out the bangers. Well, yeah. But, like, I feel like Amazon has put out some really good ones. HBO puts out really good ones, obviously. But, like, Hulu just doesn't have as much back behind it. I think pull behind it. This movie was just, like, a very stereotypical, like, B film for me, at least. Well, the director... The director, Jeremy Gerlich, the writer, Jordan Vandina, and the editor, um, wit, forgive me if I slaughter this name, what, Waldemar Santino, all three of those people, I couldn't find, like, anything on of, like, what they've done in that position. Yeah. Uh, that the director, Jeremy Gerlich, has been, like, a producer for some movies, but nothing huge. And then the cinematographer, Andrew Hugh. Hubesher. The only thing I could see find on him that I recognized was a, Big Time Adolescent. Which is another Hulu exclusive. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I think. Or it's like an Amazon Prime exclusive. It's one of you know what? I'm pretty sure it's a Hulu exclusive. I'll but look it up. either way, um but I, like, looked at, I looked at the score person too. I don't know his name because it's not really worth mentioning. But nothing. literally nothing. Like yeah, it's so literally nothing. Like, the, out of everyone who's worked on this on movie Hulu. pretty much. It's on Hulu. Yeah, it's a Vince Hulu Vaughn's exclusive. the only one who's like actually done something notable before. I mean, the other two kids, the two kids who were in Booksmart, but they really didn't hold the main character bit to that. What do you mean? The trio? The the, the long-haired kid. Yeah, Hags wasn't in Booksmart. Yes, he was. When? He was the one that was with the teacher. Yeah, him, not the... That's Andrew. Okay. Hags, Sky... Griffin's friend. Both characters are in Booksmart. One of them is the one who is the love interest to... The teacher. No. Yes. And the other one is the guy with the funny shirts. Yeah. I'm not talking about either of them. I'm saying they're both in Booksmart. This guy is not, though. That's what I said. I said the two. This guy's more of a main character than Andrew is. No, the main character is clearly... Griffin. Is clearly this kid. Yeah, but... See, he's... He's he's a background character, but it's a, still a trio of people. Yeah. They try and play it out that way. I was, gonna, Even I was though it's thinking, not, it's, like, it's, the reason it's a trio in this movie is because they wanted it to be. Like, sure. Andrew could be removed very easily. He was, like... this. Like I said, this is a very B-list film that just didn't... There's a lot that I could, like... I felt like this movie was one of those kinds of films, to put it in context for you guys... When I sat down to get ready for this episode, I forgot what we were reviewing. That's literally like I, I feel like that's you all the time. No, this movie is completely forgettable. The the moment that the movie ended, I literally was like, "Yeah, that was not good." It I was, watched it, it when was, I was doing laundry. That should tell you more than what it said about me when I was paying attention. to Why it. I was just trying to kill two birds with one stone? As I was paying attention to it, it's like I was sitting in the yeah, laundry room. But like, you were able. It. it didn't take like a full concentration of like comedy well the movie shouldn't like this shouldn't take full comedy. yeah but like there are movies it's not that, inception yeah, but i'm saying like book smart i'm not doing laundry while i'm watching that movie i'm not having a good time i mean i might now because i've seen it like three or four times no i would not sit down and watch that movie and just put that movie on if i want to watch a movie that's a good comedy i'm sitting down to laugh not to do laundry book smart's great though yeah but i'm saying that that movie is not the kind of film that you can compare this to if you're gonna put, put it on while you do laundry I guess. Like, the binge is just 
totally forgettable to me. Like when you put it up against other comedy movies, this isn't even that funny to me. Like, did you laugh? Did you laugh at all really or no? Yeah. I laughed at the end where there was the final. Like gauntlet. Yeah. The gauntlet. But that was like only a little bit. I thought it was funny too. And, uh, I didn't laugh at the musical part. No, that was stupid. Very dumb. Like I thought it was funny for like a few seconds, and then it turned into like it was a five, full. It was five yeah, minutes. it turned into a full song, and I was like, okay, yeah, this is like a five. Like if song. they would have showed like just a bit of the, the musical, and then it like shows what's actually happening when they're all drugged out, like in the street, just going or whatever they would be doing, drugged yeah. out. That'd be way funnier. Maybe I not just a full fledged musical number. The cow could not care. I think I saw that in the. Like trailers for it, so I kind of knew that was coming. So dumb. It was so dumb. I thought it was funny though when Vince Vaughn was like in the locker room and he's like yawning at all the kids or something. Remember, he, yeah. I can't remember what like specifics he was saying, but I was like getting a good laugh out of what he was saying. I thought like Vince Vaughn's character was okay, but again, it was like a B style characters, like not well rounded, very shallow character depth. You don't really care about any of the characters at all. The writing was really poor. Like, the acting was poor. Like, other than even Vince Vaughn wasn't... You could tell Vince Vaughn wasn't putting all of his effort in like he would for True Detective. Or like he dodgeball. would... Dodgeball. Like, and even then, dodgeball is, like, comical, but in a way that's, like, totally more serious. Like, I could take the characters a little more serious than this movie. I literally was like, I don't care. I thought uh, the main guy, Skyler, what's-her-face, who did Griffin... Didn't do bad. No, but he wasn't, like, the kind of character, like, in his acting sense, I didn't take him as seriously as I did in Booksmart. Mm-hmm. Where, like, his character had some depth to it, and you barely really saw it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was just, like, a kid. Yeah, exactly. Like, just very shallow in depth. They tried to play him out as a nerd, and then halfway through, they changed course. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just didn't work. And, like, literally by the end, his identity was completely different. Like... Very beginning of the movie, nerd, always, like, really good kid, doesn't want to do the binge. By the end, he is, like, literally does not care mm-hmm. at all. And it's just, like, throwing everything you have out the window. Like, this movie is him trying to get this girl, yada, yada. By the end of the movie, he literally is like, nah, let's not do this. Like, you've done all this stuff for me. Let's do this for you. Like, let's do this for his best friend instead. I was like, this movie is a roller coaster of doesn't know what it wants to be, including the musical part where I was like, yeah, the musical oh part God. was like the only thing I was like, totally I could say like, so bad. I whole like a hundred percent would have to think about would yank out of there. Also the, um, the scene where they were in the limo and there was that one guy. Oh, well, so annoying. Dude. What was it? It wasn't even funny. He had some crazy Pompino mic or something yeah, like that. He's just like a drug, drug dude. And he was so annoying. Dude. Yeah. He was so annoying. I literally was like, this character is one of the worst crafted characters of all time. The director was pretty much just like, listen, you know the most annoying guy in the world? Just that on drugs times a million. And then roll the camera. It's a one-shot take, for sure. Like, I literally was like, this is the most annoying character on the face of the planet. I literally couldn't even, like, his voice was cringy to me. It was literally like, get him in the backseat, go. Like, open the window and get him out. Midway through, he's like, climb the window. Go, go, go. That was kind of funny, though. Yeah, it was. But, like... I thought the the El Pantera thing was kind of funny, too. 
That was funny. How he was like that some was long lost legend. That was fun. Yes, that was, and that's why I said the movie was like at the end okay because I feel like it hit a specific tone and then was like, all right, I'm gonna. And they're run like, with oh that. my god, it's all Pantera. But if that was the tone, it tried to go the whole way through. Like it would have been fine. I like too, and like the alligator and the donuts thing. They counted down. They're like, wait, where'd the donut go? And Vince Vaughn just holds up two donuts. I thought he ate it. I thought the gator ate it, and I was like, what? And, and then, then he's like, just like, like the best part yeah. is like how he had no emotion too. He's just like, yeah, he just held it up. Yeah, like he wasn't like bragging or anything. Yeah. He just held holds it. Oh, that part was funny. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I didn't really laugh at all this movie. This movie, like, and two. I know we're talking about, we talked about Booksmart, and I definitely think this movie is nothing in comparison to, but remember the scene in Booksmart where they have, where the girls were drugged out? Yes, and they were the dolls. Yes. That is a good way, though, to make it entertaining to us about trying to, when this movie's all about drugs and drinking and Mm -hmm. they're experimenting with it, like some of the stuff at the very beginning, what I'm talking about with like bad writing, was they were trying to make it like funny by like kids not knowing what drugs were mm-hmm. but like way too extreme like they were talking about like mary jane and like it makes you like see the walls like go inside out and your body like explodes like they were like making jokes like that and i was just like this is just way all over the place like i get what you're trying to do but adults were still alive before this like vince mm-hmm. vaughn was alive before the binge mm-hmm. and was trying I, to like you know what i'm saying like i can't be- remember where i saw but i saw it in here I saw in the movie, this takes place in like the year 2032, I want to say. So, I mean, it's definitely in advance, but I mean, not, not that, that far. far right. As I'm saying, like, pretty much everyone's parents would know. Well, like, but what they the were stuff all entails. like, they were all like. Especially El Pantera. That's what I'm saying, is like, they were all trying to like play it off, though, like, nobody knew what was going to happen with yeah. drugs. When, like, also, I hate to be this person, to be like overly critical, but you know, in our reels, is critical. Literally, this stuff is like documented. Mm-hmm. Like what happens to people? And kid, these kids were like, and I get like kids are definitely going to blow things out of proportion. I get that, but like they're literally like in a classroom setting. You think that like the teacher is like that's not real, like or like even just like their parents well, would be like, listen, this well, is like whatever. In Vince Vaughn's case, trying to get people not to binge, sure, he probably would want them to blow it out of proportion so they get scared and not do it. Except that wasn't what happened, and everybody's at Taco Bell going out of their minds. Like, it was just no, like... it was like, it was Taco Bell. What, whatever. They had to do, like, an off-brand because they couldn't afford to say Probably. Taco Bell. That's what I'm saying, is this movie is B-movie to, like... Yeah, it was, like, even, like, it was even in, like, the $5 box. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's, like, it's B-movie. No, you say that. Yeah, like, it's the kind of thing, like, remember on Nick, instead of having Nickelodeon... To, like, the to, pear pad. The pear pad. Like, instead of doing an apple pad, like, they can't afford... But, like, that stuff... iCarly was awesome, though. It's not like that was but low that has, budget. That has carried over into other shows. The pear pad. has like... It's a Nick thing. the pear phone. Thing. Yes, it's a Nick thing. Like... All right. I, I remember just, the first time seeing the pear pad. It was like it was like it the was size huge. of a table. It was huge. Yeah. I was like, what? I was dying. I was like, jeez. But <laughs> so I just, funny. I just think that like with this circumstance of this movie, it was fine. It was very low budget, and it was perfect for a dumb laugh and straight to your streaming source. So mm-hmm. it does exactly what you needed to. But as far as like if I paid to go see this movie in theaters, I would be kind of annoyed. Oh, I'm geez. not going to lie to you. This movie is low enough budget that like if it made it to theaters, I'd be like, "What is this doing here?" 
No doubt. No doubt. Um, I mean, like, what do you have to say? Like, you, neither Cam nor I have taken, like, extensive notes on this because this movie just wasn't. Also, the movie runtime is, like, an hour. Well, it was, like, like, an hour 40. It's not even that long. Like, it's a short movie. 98 minutes. To bump around that much. Like, it just. I'm trying to find anywhere where I can find the budget possibly. <sighs> Guarantee it. I can look it up real quick. That's what I just looked up. But uh, I will say this. I mentioned before that like, this kind of fall- like you have to agree that this falls in the same category of movie as Booksmart and things like that. Okay. Which to I mean, I wouldn't say it's a problem, it's just a standard set. Booksmart set the bar so high for movies like this that like Well, I would say Superbad set the bar for that. There is no domestic box office for this movie because it's straight to- I know, I'm just looking for a budget. It's straight to streaming. I don't think there is a budget they released for it. Superbad kind of I would say like established the genre, I guess. Sure. But Booksmart is the best of the bunch. I think Booksmart's way better than Superbad. I mean I would agree with you. I, I think for our generation I would agree with you, yeah. So it was easily that movie, I'm not joking, had me cackling. Booksmart? Yes. Like, oh it's a five out of five like, for me. Cackling. I remember like That was a I perfect t- movie in I my I told eyes. you like every time I see that one guy who's talking about where he says townspeople, he's like townspeople. Oh he's, he's like, like townspeople, like, I swear to god. Yeah, it literally I was like dying because that's like our school, like just being in a school setting in well, it's, 2017. It's because they took like the high school stereotypes oh, yeah. and like blew them out of proportion, but not so, enough. Yes, and, but yes. like not like to the point where it's annoying. Yes, and and also too, like they just kind of like turned up the volume to like eight yeah. and just like put out the best in everyone. Like it they was, made it enough to where you like oh, know man. each person's like social group, but not enough where you're annoyed by them. Yeah, yeah, that movie genuinely has me cackling. Some scenes. I don't see. I get that movie was the number one movie of 2019 until I saw Uncut Gems. There's not a budget on this movie that's been released, so I mean, so it's it's, low, a dollar. Well, I assume it's just something that's like it didn't make enough. Vince Vince Vaughn donated his services. It's a 4.9 on IMDb, so I just think like that speaks some volume, and I think it's what 2.5 or something. I'll look it up. Or two point something. It's it's around the two and a half, but it's pretty similar in proportion to this, where that Letterbox is out of five and. IMDb is out of it's 10. 2.4. Okay, so that's actually which the, the most ratings coming at in at two stars, which only 2.7 thousand have seen this movie. Right, that's what I'm saying. This movie is not a well, nobody talks about this movie. <laughs> nobody, we're talking about it. I know, but I'm saying you this, bet we're talking about I, it. I just think that, like, to give it some credit on it, it did what it was, it did exactly what it needed to do, but it was not a great movie. I think this is better than Interstellar. No, you're fine. Um, what are you going to rate this? Uh, I'd give it a two. Two. It's, I mean, like you said, it's a good laugh, not much more than that. Which, I'm a little disappointed. I saw the trailers for it. I thought it was going to be at least like a, I thought it was going to hover around the two and a half, three mark. Mm-hmm. I'm a little disappointed. I was not thinking that at all. But I thought like it was going to be something that I was like, when the movie started, I was like kind of intrigued. But then like, I don't know, half hour in, I was like, oh, no, this is not entertaining. And then the last, like, 30 minutes, I was like, okay, I guess it's okay. There was, like, an hour of time that I was just like, ugh, ugh, not good. Like, especially the scenes where they're in the limo, they go and get the drugs from the brother. Like, I didn't care about that brother. No, I didn't. I didn't care about that. The fact that they were, the fact that him and the 
Andrew Kidd were brothers was completely irrelevant. Totally irrelevant. It could have just been, like, a kid. Well, and, like, him even being in the trio gauntlet or whatever, like, he just lost. Like, he wasn't even good. Oh. He the- didn't do anything worthy of what he needed to do. He's just mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't pass a single challenge. Vince Vaughn. Which, I do have to say, I did think one part that, like, actually got a good laugh out of me is before Vince Vaughn, like, went up to be on the team, and he's like, you're my daughter. You can talk to me about anything. And then she's like, oh, and then he shoves her aside. He's like, except right now, because yeah. I got to do this. Yeah. Which was, I thought that, that got, like, a good laugh out of me. I thought, like, Vince Vaughn was fine, and, like, this movie would be, like, a one or a one and a half, maybe, if Vince Vaughn didn't, like, say Oh, he's definitely the star of the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no doubt. But, um, I really, like... It's a shorter episode today because we really don't have much to say on this movie. There's just I was, not- gonna, I was telling people when I like was doing letterbox was first getting into letterbox and writing reviews and stuff for movies. It's the move. It's the, like the middle of the road movies that are the hardest to review because there's just nothing to say about them. Mm-hmm. Whereas a movie's extra like a little on the bad side, you can talk about what's wrong with it, or obviously if it's on the good side, what's good with it. Yeah. For a movie that's average. You kind of have to like pick it, like dig a little deeper to find stuff to talk about. Yeah, and this movie just screams that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a good example of like what not to do to be painfully average. This movie just didn't push like a lot of things that other movies do, and I don't think that like every movie has to push. I think like a lot of like the stereotype of like the Hollywood thing is like you have to push boundaries and push like racial barriers and like yada yada. I want when I go to the movies, a movie that is it's fun, good. is well written, has a good story, a strong narrative piece, a really strong narrative piece. If that is there and it drives the rest of the film with good development, I'm going to be satisfied at the end. That's mm-hmm. okay, but it doesn't have to like not every time does a movie have to blow my socks off because then no movie would. But like if the movie narratively drives the force and sticks to its guns, we're good here. I'm mm-hmm. I'm satisfied. This movie didn't do that though. This movie the entire time was struggling to tell multiple different stories. Like this movie was just a mess. Um especially narratively. Like by the end, it, and then the, 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 the narrator part was kind of stupid oh, too. So you didn't even talk about that. Yeah, that was so dumb. Like, like trying to be Morgan Freeman, but he wasn't Morgan Freeman. And then like, I kind of thought it was, and they were just saying that that it wasn't. Always, no, let me look it up, but I doubt it. Um, I mean, it sounded enough like him to where I was pretty convinced it was him, but no. I could be wrong. I think they would just have Morgan Freeman's voice if they could afford to bring him in there. Yeah, um, but like, what was I like? This movie. Like we said before, there's a five-minute musical song. There's a 20-minute piece at the end where it's like a like a contest. Mm-hmm. There's At the very beginning, it's like a classic kind of like high school story. Yada, of like yada. the nerds wanting to get crazy. Um, and if he's not up here, he's not there. <laughs> That's what I would say. Uh, how do you spell narrator? That, there it is. Dude, I'm horrible. Okay, here's why you recognize the narrator from the binge. Why? I highly recommend watching the binge. One fan writes on Twitter. It's the comedy we need right now. Definitely not. Others say it's written by stoners for stoners. This is coming off of a piece by Peepa... Piperaga on 
distractify.com. I don't see anybody credited as the narrator. Nobody's credited. After all, no one is credited with the movies IMDb. Keep. Uh, yeah, it's not Morgan Freeman. That's what they're saying. This article probably. I know it's not Morgan Freeman. Goes on. That's what I'm saying. This movie is just a very classic B-list film. There's not a lot to say on it. It's just fine. Um, but, oh, it's uh, Josh Robert Thompson, apparently. Great. Whoever that guy is. Great. Um, do you have anything else you want to add? No, it's just like normal stuff. It's just, like I said, it's just a, an incredibly average movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's it for episode 49, which means the next is the big 5-0, which we have a little special something-something planned for that. Uh, we'll just leave it at that, I would say. Yeah, 50th episode next week. Tune in. It's going to be a good time. Uh, as always, do follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Handle for both platforms is at in our reels. Message us, give us suggestions, tweet us, blah blah blah. We don't care. Uh, just talk to us. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's all we have today. It's a short episode, but uh, next week will be a fun one. So. Yeah, tune in next week because uh, it'll be a unique episode to say the least. Yep. We got a little something playing. All right, bye. <laughs>